going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 186 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And LJ Lowry. Yo. I almost said Joe, and then I looked up and was like, oh. <laughs> oh That's yeah. not Joe. What? <laughs> Everybody tell Joe, I hope you're feeling better. Joe, I hope uh, you're then... feeling better. <laughs> 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 and then the vibes will be sent through the podcast waves. The internet waves? The audio waves. Audio waves. The waveforms. <laughs> Today we're geeking... He's not feeling well, if you're, if you're wondering. Or at least wasn't when we were recording. Today we're geeking out about Gamescom, video game movies, and He-Man. I'm, I really... I like He-Man. I was way, like, before my time. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I really like that era. Like the Transformers-esque. Those, like, Voltron, action He-Man. cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It was a good yeah. time for that stuff. Uh, before we get into the podcast, though, special shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash Grace, Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Brayband, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it. What are we What are we been playing? What about you guys? Because you guys haven't been here in a little bit. That's yeah, true. Uh, I actually haven't been playing any video games, but... Um, Wait, so you as, haven't played the Apex solo mode? I did a little bit. I'm real bad at it. It let me uh, know how terrible I am at Apex, and so... Uh, but I really didn't get to dive into it a lot, mm. um, oh, yeah, as much as I want to. I had guest, uh, a guest over, and yeah. he friends. got me a gift. You had friends? Yeah. I have those, <laughs> and they're not all um, on the internet what at the Geeks Under Grace. <laughs> I've been deceived. Burn. Uh, <laughs> but he gifted me a game called Vault of Dragons. Oh, it's cool. actually Dungeons and Dragons Vault of Dragons. Oh. And it doesn't play like D&D at all, except that the terminology is similar. You have an initiative, uh, and then you have, you see, there's two wizards. I'm trying to think of the numbers. Two wizards. Five rogues, maybe three rogues, five fighters. Wow! And that is your gang. They're definitely gangs. They're like little miniatures that are colored, uh, different colors. So like each team is a color, like a normal board game. And uh, you are a gang fighting other gangs for the Vault of Dragons in Waters Deep, which is an actual town in the Dungeons Dragons lore. And so it's, it's really cool. It's a totally different way to play. It's more of a card game than anything else. You're collecting uh, coins and other things to try to get into the vault. You can buy your way into the vault. There are these things called rumors, and you can kind of buy and sell with rumors to other shady people who may need them. Hmm. Uh, there's uh. a police force that is after you. So if you start a fight, the police force will come towards your square, and it's like a... I think it was a three by four grid, uh, something like that. But yeah, this is really really cool. Sounds like Martin I, Scorsese made a D and D board game, Gangs <laughs> of New York. It's but a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of really liked the fact that it was. I at first I didn't think it was gangs because they call they don't call them gangs, but I was like looking at what you're doing and you're literally going <laughs> to different parts of the town and then fighting other people for their turf. Oh yeah. Because if you get their turf, then you get their perks. Totally. Uh, cause Eastcore has a. So do you like, have a do you have a gang sign then? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, what's your no gang name? side? Uh, I was. Each one, each team has a name. I can't remember what the name of my team was though. Uh, ours was definitely cultish. It was like a. It was named after one of the D and D gods, but I can't remember which my one. My street name would be Behold was a Beholder because I can only see out of one eye. The Beholder. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. The misfit halflings. <laughs> cool. I know that mine. I could get a free rogue because you had to buy your teammates, like your your gang members, to get them out. Oh. Nice. Yeah, you were definitely like a gang lord sending troops out to fight other troops. Oh, yeah, cool. That's funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, we didn't actually beat the game, so I need to play it again. We got to the very end uh, and then had to leave. Oh, no. My wife's birthday. <laughs> cliffhanger. Was. Huh? I said cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> so we start again. You can get it, beat the game in about two or three hours. Oh, nice. Which is, I mean, it's a long game, but those who play board games, they're like, that's nothing. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's like, yeah. Games that take forever to get through. Yeah. We had a dinner to get to because my wife's birthday was that day. So we went and did that. Ah. It's been a good time. Cool. I watched a ton of movies, though. So when we get to there, I'm going to go on and on. So what uh, what video games have you guys been playing? Well, go ahead, Shelly. I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Did you win? I, I just finished this last weekend my first house. So like the very first, like technically okay. I beat in the game, yes. Oh, but cool, I started New cool. Game Plus. Have you rolled credits? Huh? Have you rolled credits? What do you mean? Like have like credits rolled in the game? Oh, like, sorry. I thought you, you were talking credits? about like currency. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Credits have rolled. Correct. Yep. Cool. And it was so good. I think it's my game of the year. Um, and I'm not even nice. done playing it. Uh, it's um, you've played so enough though where you've played through one campaign. It sounds like though. exactly, so, yeah. So, right. so, so that Golden Lion's House that was my first choice, that's what I did. So now I'm going through Golden Deer, and things are pretty much, as far as I'm aware, the same up until a point. Mm. Like, there's a point in I which things really change. Some things are a little bit different, game. like, there's like events that happen that they're the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they're a little bit different for each house you choose, and then there's a point in which things change pretty drastically. I would assume so, because so, you still have those relationships with the different students and stuff. Exactly. Like that. So, yeah. So in so that I'm, regard, I, that's how things would be different. Totally. And I'm gonna try. I'm trying to recruit all my blue lion babies <laughs> because I love them, even though I'm playing golden deer. <laughs> and I might try to save some of the get a, get all your get some of the black eagle <laughs> kiddos as well, so they're just all on my team. Anything enough to like say that I have a game of the year yet? Death Stranding comes out this year, though, right? Yes, it does. Oh man, that'll be my that's game true. of the year. So you already know. You already <laughs> think that. Okay. We'll see. I'm really interested weird. in that game. LJ, so what would be weird. your game of the year so far? Um, actually, I guess Apex came out this year, right? Yes, it did. Okay, I, it would definitely be Apex for that me. That qualifies. But I feel like there are better games out there, and I just haven't played them. We played a lot of Apex this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So my game, my possible game of the year contenders would be either uh, Splitgate. Uh, I played a lot of wow. that game. Okay. And uh, Mordhau with that first person medieval game. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's that. Those probably two. Uh, the two are my big contenders. But I played something this week that might take the title. Okay. Um, so I started Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. 
which is uh they it's a it's actually a prequel. I played something else this week. We can keep going though. Go ahead. No, go ahead. What'd you what'd you what'd you what'd you play? Huh? What'd you play? I totally forgot about it, but uh, that No Man's Sky Beyond came out. Oh yeah 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 uh, yeah. I, I I did I did play a little bit of that too. Not not enough to really speak on it though. But I've also I've yeah. still been spending time in space. I've been spending time with Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and so it's um it's like a space sim similar to. There's been a couple back in the day like. Uh, freelancer and a couple of these like old school style ones elite dangerous i would say it's a lot closer to that um, this is the thing with the states right yes yeah the one that i sh- the screenshot that i was talking to you guys about when colorado or when denver was an ice planet yeah that's what i've yeah. been playing that's uh, so, so <laughs> basically it's it's a space sim but it's super accessible it's a prequel to the first game which was just called rebel galaxy and so you play as this character uh, this female character named juno and so she's after this particular, like, bad guy. But the whole idea is that you can kind of play the game how you want. You can do trade. You can work for, like, a merchant's guild. You can work for... You can do work for a mercenary guild. Uh, you can do bounties. The whole idea is that you can live in this world and kind of make money how you want. You can you can play pool. You can play, like, slots at, the, like, the bars and stuff like that. And... You go to bartenders and you can ask them, you know, for information and, and different tips on, like, things you can find in the galaxy. Uh, cool. So, like we were saying earlier, uh, all the systems in on that map are either based off of cities or states. Most of them are states. And uh, so that's kind of the way they've done it. It's very space trucker themed. It's got really cool radio stations. Kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto in that way. Huh. It's, basically, it's basically a space Grand Theft Auto. That's um, really cool. But I would recommend this game for people who probably couldn't get into, like, Elite Dangerous or some of those other heavy space sims, because it's super accessible. It basically feels like the closest thing we could get to, like, a Firefly video game. Mm. So, uh, okay. yeah, cool. I, I really dig it. Um, so I'm kind of going to try to go for more of a mercenary, like, bounty hunter route, because I haven't got quite... I haven't got down the, the trade stuff quite yet. Mm-hmm. It's got a super detailed uh, thing where you can go and paint your ship. And it's basically like got like Photoshop tools, Whoa. and so I can I can literally let's say let's say I want to take a PNG file of like the Geeks Under Grace logo, mm-hmm. I can literally slap that on my ship before. That's really cool. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah. It's only on PC right now, but it is coming to Switch and PS4 at some point. So that's Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, and that may be my game of the year contender. Uh, it's cool if if I keep to continue to enjoy it. Um, real quick. Uh, I know Joe's talked a little bit about Dota Underlords, which is also a CD fantasy underworld. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing probably two or three games of that, maybe a day, a couple before I go to bed, and sometimes when I wake up and play a game. I can't get any higher than fifth place because I just haven't learned like some of the meta and some of like the the big you know things to kind of get get over like other people. We we played uh, Monday last Monday night actually because Joe and I did the podcast pretty early. And uh, we went and played with Jamie on stream afterwards. Cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. I've played a lot more things, but those kind of the two are the one that really stuck out to me. Yeah. No Man's Sky, I didn't really play, I think, the beyond part, uh, except for the social aspects. Yeah. Um, that like little social room thing in the anomaly. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Um, still haven't fed any animals or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I saw like you can ride animals and stuff and do all kinds yeah. of neat little things. It's a cool update. Um. I, that game keeps bringing me back, which is good for them. Like you mm-hmm. got to give them a lot of um, props for 
continuing to give out free updates to this thing. Yeah. Definitely kind of like was not good at first. It's, it's quite a redemption story. Uh, they, yeah. You know, they came back from basically going into hiding after, you know, after they got a lot of hate and stuff like that. And they mm-hmm. just kept working and working. And not a lot of companies would do that. They would yeah. just kind of cut their losses and <coughs> yep. split up. So, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's all we're playing, then we can get into the game news. A lot of stuff coming out of Gamescom. Yes. So Gamescom is happening in Germany uh, right now. Well, it mm-hmm. happened earlier since it, earlier. It's like late over there now. But <laughs> so <laughs> um, basically, uh, there's a lot of trailers and announcements and just so much going on. Uh, the a really, really big one is that Sony uh, bought Insomniac Games. Yeah. And uh, wow. so f- I'm sure a lot of people are like, wait, don't they already own this company? Uh, they do not because Insomniac Games... Insomniac just makes the exclusive games for well, them, right? Yeah, they made the Ratchet & Clank games. Uh, Spider-Man was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they've done, they've done a few uh, Oculus VR exclusive games, for uh, specifically for Oculus. Wow. And okay. uh, Sunset Overdrive was theirs also. And oh well, okay. And that wasn't that was uh, that exclusive. was actually exclusive on Xbox, and then it went to yeah, that's what I thought in the last year or so. But but yeah, they I guess maybe they Spider Man did so well, and they're like, hey, we should lock them down. <laughs> so yeah, yep. And so that means the next Spider Man is, I mean, it, I mean, it's so it was Sony's either way, but there's no right. chance of a Spider Man. Of a Spider-Man game from Sonic ever coming to anything else now. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe I'll get another Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. I'd be down for that. <clears throat> um. Yeah, there was this cool uh, Sucker Punch uh, did this tweet, and they're like, "Hey, like you know, good to be back together again." And it was a uh, Sly Cooper shaking hands with uh, Ratchet and Clank. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's a big one. Uh, another huge one, which I think all of us on the stream team have been like hoping for this for a while. Ori in the Blind Forest was announced yeah. for Switch today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which is I, now owned by Xbox, correct? Uh, what is Their developer? Um, so they, I know the Willow, Willow of the Wisp was it's an Xbox shown property. at Xbox's booth. It, yeah. It's, it's okay. definitely an Xbox property, but it's not like a Microsoft... Well, it might be Microsoft Studios thing. It's published by Microsoft, but... And that's kind of weird because then you get into things like Minecraft and and things like that being on multiple platforms. Cuphead just came right. to Switch, which which is an Xbox exclusive. Kind of shows that partnership um, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Again. And so uh, actually, another Xbox exclusive game is is coming out, or either just did is a Super Lucky's Tale, which is a that's right. like very very I like, uh, that game looks pretty good. I think I might get it. Yeah, it's a it's a like a character platformer, and uh, so it's just kind of that partnership, but. I highly recommend this for anybody though. Ori in the Blind Forest. If you, it's just a really, really, really good game. Like Joe's. This isn't in your news because only like a couple people will this will like care about this. But Ty the Tasmanian Tiger is coming to the Switch and everything else, but mostly the Switch. I'm really excited. Oh yeah, that Um, that PC remaster has been out for a little while, but it's finally coming to Switch. That's so cool. Jamie streamed the whole game of like in the I think in the last year or so on our channel. It was kickstarted. It got funded like immediately. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yep. I forgot how much I missed that game. Anyways, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's it's such a small topic. There's, yeah. There's at least like two or three people in here that are gonna be like, cool. Yeah. That's a <laughs> yeah. that's definitely a nostalgic character platformer. Mm-hmm. I personally have not played it, but 
I know a lot of people are fond of it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I highly recommend Ori in the Blind Forest. If Joe was here, he would tell you the same thing because he's probably beat it like four or five times. And even yeah, in the last year, it. in the middle of backlog golf, he beat it again. And it's, it's like <laughs> so so good. So. If you like any sort of, I guess I know Joe hates the term Metroidvania, but it's kind of like a Metroidvania game. It, it reminds me of like. I remember one time someone saw me playing the game Hollow Knight on Switch. Yeah. And they were like asking, they were like talking about it. And like, I was saying like, oh yeah, like if you like this game, then you would like Ori in the Blind Forest and vice versa. Yeah. Like, and Ori in the Blind Forest is just a beautiful game. It's it, so it can be pretty. Challenging. I like cried the first too. like minute. Yeah. Like that first like <laughs> opening cutscene. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I cried the first time I watched it. So. When I watched that trailer, some of those songs started popping back into my head, too. I'm like, oh, I just want to go listen to the soundtrack right now. Man. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. And uh, to, I guess, to put a pin on the gaming news, uh, Microsoft also announced uh, their XO, it's XO19 or X, X2019, whatever. I don't know. It's naming conventions. Um, but... That's their yearly event where they have all their biggest announcements. So it's XO19, and that's happening in November. Cool. Uh, yeah, so they're going to announce their a lot of their big stuff there. And I wonder if we'll get more on Scarlet. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they might be saving that a little bit of that for E3 still uh, next mm-hmm. year. But I yeah, imagine they go big. I imagine so. they're going to... I mean, we'll see. It's in November, so I, I wouldn't put it past them if they wanted to get ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get that a little bit before Sony yeah. really shows anything. Yeah, so I would recommend going to check out, I think it was barely opening night for Gamescom uh, today. Yeah. And there will be more news out of that comes out of this recording. I know, Cody, you said you were excited for Death Stranding. There was more gameplay video today for that. Oh, cool. So you should go yeah, check yeah. that out. Yeah, a lot more stuff. I, yeah, uh, a personal one I am very excited about is uh, Little Nightmares 2 got announced. That's, and I streamed, yeah. I streamed that whole game a couple years ago on our channel, and it's co-op. And so my thing is, like, if it's online, I will buy somebody the game on our stream team and we can, like, stream that together. That'd be really cool. So, cool. And that's not coming out till like, next year, but I that was a personal one for me. Yeah. So, yeah, by the time you hear this, there will be more news. Cool. And that's it for gaming. Oh, pull list. I'll go, yeah. I'll go down this list pretty quickly. Onanaki is coming out this week. That's uh, Tokyo Factory. They did... I think that's the name of the company. They did I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear. That's another new game. Uh, Remnant from Ashes uh, from the developers of Darksiders 3. Rad is that roguelike double fine game uh, that showed up on an indie direct. And then Super Hot and the Hotline Super Miami hot. Collection. Super Hot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Super Hot and the My- Hotline Miami Collection got shadow dropped today during that direct. So those are out on Switch like now. Um, okay. So yeah, that's the pull list. Cool. Sweet. You guys been watching any movies? Been trying to think, I w- and I, I don't think I have. I know I haven't been on for like two weeks, but <laughs> I. You've been busy though. You've been on. I've been vacation. busy. I yeah. was in California for a week. Like that's cool. I didn't. Well, I watched movies. enough movies for everybody. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So let's talk I'll about what with... we both watched. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we watched Invader Zim, yeah. Enter the Florpus. Yes, I watched it as well. And it's really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it so much. 
So, <coughs> did you watch Invader Zim growing up? Yes. Oh, yes. I, I sure did. Okay. So, yeah. I thought I did, and then I watched it and was like, I don't really remember <laughs> anything about... Like, I must have watched maybe two or three episodes as a kid, and that was mm-hmm. it. So, I got the basic idea, but I love that I didn't really need to for the movie. Like, I wasn't yeah. completely lost watching it. You know what's going on almost immediately. Yeah. And, and it, they do that thing, which seems to be popular these days, where it takes place years after, like, the original source material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> and and so uh, it's, it's so good, because they just follow it right up, which it, it was kind of one of these big things where... I don't quite remember like how like the final episode ended for Invader Zim. I don't, it's been so long since I've seen it, but a lot of the episodes right. boil it down to the same thing. And uh, so the way it just happens was really cool. It and, makes me want to go back and binge watch the show. Which I think it's on Hulu or something like that. Um, okay. It should be on Netflix. Oh, you know what? It's, it's where the movie's at. Could be on Verve as well since Verve has uh, that Cartoon Nick Splat thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's... It has this catastrophic event that is like such perfect. It's so perfect for a movie, and so yeah, did, it gets so intense and extreme. You're like, what is happening? Yeah, and so like, do you expect everything from both Dib and Zim? Just the way they are and their char- their characters are. Um, mm-hmm. His dad was really cool in this one. I because I, I, you really don't see much from his dad in in the show. From from what I remember, I mean, you you see him and he's involved, but. It, it gets very action-packed, and, and that's what I really like right. about it. Yeah. And artistically, it's really pretty. Yep. Yeah. Like, visually, um, it's so colorful, and I'm sure the show was like that, too. But Yeah, it, it was. Uh, the, the quality of animation was definitely taken up a notch since, like, technology mm-hmm. has improved since, yeah. since the original show came out. I think part of that, too, that. like, you said, the technology improved, and mm-hmm. then uh, they're probably given a little bit bigger of a budget for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it definitely felt movie quality. And then there was that thing like the where they even switched styles like rapidly during that one scene. Yeah. And so it was so insane. Like that had to have taken a lot of work and a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, I even appreciated if, it. If you've watched the show, you'll love it. If yeah. you haven't watched the show, you'll still love it. It's still enjoyable. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You, you could probably watch it without seeing the show. Honestly, they kind of set the stage really quick. Yeah. It's very zany. And it's like, if you haven't seen the show, I hope this movie makes you want to go and watch the show. It is for me. I'll check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What else did you watch? Uh, A lot of movies that I didn't think I'd ever watch. I watched (laughs) Clue, the original, like, 80s. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Super good. What ending did you get? (laughs) So, I watched it on Amazon. Uh, If you have Prime, it's free. To watch it. Oh, yeah. And then you get all three endings. Oh, nice. cool. Four endings? I think it's three endings. Uh, there That's are so three, I believe. Three? Yeah. And the way that they set that up is, that's how it could have happened. Maybe it happened like this. Oh, and then it goes, yeah. but it actually happened this way. And so they have like a definitive ending, I guess. Right. They, oh, so like I wonder a, if, yeah. if that was like a special edition type of ending thing where they included them all somehow. Must have. I don't know. Yeah. I would imagine just so that you can get all the effects of yeah, like of like an extended edition where they just include all of them in one shot. Yeah, I can't imagine going to the movie theater back in the day. For those who don't know, Clue is based off of the board game Clue. We should probably go there. Yeah, uh, and so it's a murder mystery. Someone has been murdered. You're trying to figure out who it is, um, and it's a very quirky movie. Tim Curry is the butler, and he's like just crazy. Um, 
And then back in the 80s when the movie was released, it was released with these three different endings. And so you would go to the movie theater and you talk about the ending with your friends who may have gone to a different theater. And you'd be talking about a totally different movie. Yeah. I think even in the same theater, they would play it yeah. at, like, different... Different screens. They, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, you could be talking to your friends and have no idea. Like, you're like, that's not how it ended. What are you talking about? This is how it ended. <laughs> I would love for somebody to edit, like, a clip with all of them, but, like, use, like, Mass Effect or, like, Dragon Age, like, dialogue trees to, like... Because that's <laughs> the only kind of thing you hear about in, like, games is, like, alternate endings like that. Like... Or, right. Or, like, an extra, like, feature... In special features on, like, a DVD or something where it's, like... This is a special alternate ending, you know, like kind of deal. I mean, you couldn't do it today. If you did it, mm-hmm. you, there would be no confusion. Would it would mad. literally be like, all right, well, I'm going to go online and I'll look up the other endings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas back then, like you could have really messed with people by doing it. Yeah. Uh, I loved how quirky it was. I had no idea that it was such a silly, oh, yeah. goofy, gimmicky movie. Totally. Yep. Have you seen the Adam Sandler murder mystery movie that just came out? Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I figured it, this you'd was like that. Clue was more quirky than that. Yeah. I thought it would be more of a comedy setup like that than uh, what it was. Yeah, that's typical Adam Sandler stuff. But anyway, yeah, I really liked. Uh, what was that called? It was. Was it just Murder Mystery? I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was called Murder Mystery. I think it was too. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, that Adam Sandler movie was funny. Uh, and then a couple other murder. Another movie movie where you're trying to figure out who the murderer is was Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah. And our friends were watching it when we went, it came over. And so we watched the first one, and they had the second one. I'm like, well, let's figure out what happens next. Oh. And if you remember, Happy Death Day was advertised as a horror movie mm-hmm. where she keeps waking up on her birthday, and she's trying to figure out who her murderer is, and it seems very suspenseful. It's almost got like a I – don't, I don't want to use the same word quirky, but like – uh, it almost feels like Mean Girls, the way that <laughs> some of the interactions are. Mm-hmm. She's this, like, terrible person who's trying to figure out how to be a better person. But the other characters are these, like, over-the-top stereotypes like that. They're like, that's so stab, stab, stab. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> she has a... What are they called when you have houses? I'm thinking that's Harry Potter. What? Um, frats. Oh, yeah, like frat houses. Or... Yeah, so she's part of, like, Beta or whatever. Zeta. One of those things. <laughs> and so her house leader is like upset with her, but she's this very like Mean Girls esque character. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just didn't expect that at all. And so the first one has got kind of a horror movie aspect to it. There is like a murderer, but it's also really goofy. There's like a murder that's happening where she like doesn't see it because she's dancing. What? And it's just like happening in the background, uh, and the music's so loud that she can't hear the guy screaming. So it's really goofy things like this. Like it's ridiculous. And then the sequel uh, is more of a – it's more focused on the time loop that's going on. Huh. And so it's almost of like a like a comedy sci-fi than it is a horror movie Weird. in the second round. Yeah, so they completely switch genres with the same concept, huh. uh, which I really liked. I really appreciated these movies. It's not something I would have ever watched on my own. Yeah, like, I had no interest, but now I do. <laughs> they were so good. Um, yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> cool. That's you good. don't go in wanting a horror movie. Okay, cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah, there are jump scares. Oh, yeah. That'll spook you out. Uh, but even the gore is like silly and ridiculous. Cool. Yeah. They are probably rated R. 
<laughs> Most likely. <laughs> I think they were probably for the gore, and there was a lot of cursing. Um, but they're not... I don't know. I don't like horror movies. I don't like being scared. Yeah. And so these were fun to, like, just laugh at the whole time. Yeah. But yeah. Those are... Those are all the movies I watched. Those are all the movies I watched. Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Four of them? Yeah. Have you guys seen anything else? No, not that I can think of. Cool. Let's get into the movie news. Yeah, so we don't have a lot of movie news this week. We were just kind of overflowed with games news because of Gamescom. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, even our movie news is technically gaming news, and you'll see why. So we got a little bit more news about the cast for Mortal Kombat. Um, If you weren't aware, which you probably are aware at this point if you've listened to the podcast for a little bit, there's going to be a Mortal Kombat movie, which is pretty cool. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they tend to have good I'm stories. Excited. Yeah, I'm skeptical on their whole thing about like, oh, we're gonna put game realistic fatalities, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, if that's a good a little... idea. I don't know. How I, I like hope that. they're goofy. Yeah, like I hope they're goofy enough to where like, okay, like a uh-huh. like a what was it like Kingsman Kingsman level of goofy? Yeah, yeah, that I can deal with. Yeah, I can yeah. sort of deal if with I that. like. When I think of fatalities, I think of, was it Silva, the UFC fight, where he, like, broke his leg? Well, that's super specific. But I was like, watching a fight one time, and he mm-hmm. kicked somebody. Oh, man, like, that's so, like, oh, just hard. That. That's hard Do to Do you watch. know what I'm talking about, Yes, when you just see his leg, like, just, like, go loose. It just, like, loose. wraps around the other oh. dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's real. Yeah. We're talking about something that, that really happened. In my head is, like, I don't want, I don't want that. that for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I just ate some food, like, uh, but, I hope they kind of just keep it basic, like the original games, to where, like, hopefully... Okay, like, I could see the Scorpion tearing somebody's head off. I mean, not, uh, Sub-Zero tearing somebody's head off. Scorpion tor- maybe just torching somebody, like, you know, like he... Like it's gotta be over the top like that. Yeah, and then, like, Sonya Blade doing, like, the kiss of death, and, and things like that from, like, maybe the original game. Not like, like, Sub-Zero freezing somebody and then, like, punches not, them and then they shatter. Not like the original... Not like this new game where, like, they're uppercutting somebody's head 50 feet in the air, throwing a spear through it and chopping their torso off and kicking it into, like, you know? Like, just, like, all these elaborate things. You know? like, if I can get to see Sub-Zero simple. free somebody and yeah. then it just, like, shatter, I'm, that, I'm cool. Yeah. Anyway. Continue. Anyway, we have uh, Finish it. now actors for Leo Kang, Melina, and Jax Briggs. No one, yeah. there's, I don't think any of the actors are like big name actors. I think one of them is from Supergirl. Um, okay. But yeah. yeah, I mean, so that's just, it's progress, you know, getting more stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see how they do Melina because she's like basically a Katana clone. Yeah. But when she takes off her mask, she has like fangs like Baraka. She's like the same mm. race. Uh, not person. Obama. Baraka, not Baraka. Oh, <laughs> Imagine if he had teeth like anyway. Um Barack Obama has great teeth. <laughs> he does have really nice teeth. I would agree. Um, but anyway, like I, I, I'm excited to see what they do like with you know that CG they, that CGI or however they do her her like face because they're gonna have to do that. I'm sure it'll be CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Venom esque. Yes. Yes. Like Venom esque. Yeah. Yeah. But so for our other movie news, but kind of gaming news, but mostly movie news, we are getting a new Resident Evil movie, and it's going to be from the developer, not developer, because this is not a game, this is a movie, (laughs) (laughs) the director for 47 Meters Down, 
And this is going to be cool. a reboot, by the way. I know there's been lots and lots of okay. Resident Evil movies in the past, but this is supposed to be yeah. super cheesy reboot. Resident Evil movies. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, those, they looked really interesting. I never watched one, but I remember seeing like... Like sometimes they're on TV and stuff, and I like watch a little bit of it, and I'm like, "That's exactly what they're for. <laughs> they're like for throwing on the TV in the background, or like if you're just yeah. like laying, maybe like sick in bed or something, like where you don't have to pay attention to it." The Nazi zombies were the best. <laughs> they're just there yeah. are Nazi zombies in that show. Yeah, or in that movie. So I was reading that um, the the director or this guy he wants to kind of bring it back to his roots as just a zombie, you know, like a you know simple horror thing yeah, instead totally. of like this crazy blockbuster action packed you know movie and uh, okay. i think with like resident evil 7 i feel and even two actually even if they wanted to use two as a basis uh the remake anyway uh, uh, i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like if they wanted to use resident evil uh, resident evil 7 i think may work best but i think it would be great if they kind of went off that because it's a very contained story within mm-hmm. that universe and from what I've seen of 47 Meters Down, that looks like a very contained story as well, from mm. what that is. Because I think okay. it's like a shark movie or something. I think they just made a sequel. But to me, uh, based on what I'd seen of that 47 Meters Down, it, the, that director is probably good at telling a contained story. Mm-hmm. I liked the cheesy, over-the-top movies in the past, but I also understand that there have been like seven of them nine of them yeah like and the first i would say i enjoyed watching like the first three it's it's time for a, a like, yeah fresh take yeah no nah. totally and then there's those same people are working on a monster hunter movie that made those movies so and with mia jovovich yeah. so i'm just like yeah. nah, i don't know yeah man video game movies uh we'll see how they up the world. go yeah. yeah, they usually are trash, but maybe these two, maybe Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil are going to be actually not bad. I think the original Mortal Kombat movie is still one of my favorite video game based movies. Mm. Okay. And it's an unpopular opinion, but I thought the first live action Tekken movie wasn't that bad either. So I liked it. It just wasn't Tekken. Right, right. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't what I liked about Tekken. Uh, cool. We can, we'll get into TV. Yeah. I know that me and LJ watch something really. Specific. Yes. Uh, but Shelly, what have you watched? Oh, yeah. Uh, Say Yes to the Dress? I mean, that's a always <laughs> on. Like, that and The Office. Those are, like, my two ongoing shows. Okay. That that's, so that, that's, like, your comfort food. Like, that's, like... Yeah. That's your cooking channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about to say that. That's Pretty much. So, I don't... <laughs> that's cool. I, I don't think I've watched anything new, um, unfortunately. Okay. So. Cool. Well, me and LJ watched Cannon Busters. So... I didn't bring this up because I already bought, had four movies, but I watched Enter the Anime, which was basically an hour-long advertisement for Netflix original anime. Mm. And in that, they interviewed the guy that made Cannon Busters. I need to He's watch from that. the United States. Uh, he moved to Japan to make this anime. Um, so it's got a lot of like American cultural yes. like beats to it. Yes. Um, also, it's heavily inspired by like 90s animes that like the space westerns cowboy bebop mm-hmm. and trigun uh trigun's one of my favorite animes of all time yeah. so i'm i'm really i'm digging it so far what what about you lj I, i've watched about two episodes i really like it because it also feels cool. like very like it could it it's got real potential for mainstream like mm-hmm. you know it's got a mainstream potential but i also found out uh, it was originally a comic 
And okay. so I thought that was cool from like 2005 or something. But I looked at this guy's resume kind of on IMDb to see what he's done. I think it was LaShawn Thomas. And he's done uh, he's done animation work for like a lot of Cartoon Network stuff. Um, he's responsible for the Boondocks, I, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, which... Yeah, that should Watching been. this, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, yes. And so it's you really see that influence of of his, you know of his culture and things like that. And that 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 diversity he tries to bring to the genre, I think, is really mm-hmm. cool. It's something that the that the genre needs for sure. Nice. There's diversity, um, the the music is very different than when yes, you used to it's in kinda anime. like um I'm trying to think of it, but it's like it's like uh kind of like samurai that show like i don't know if you've seen samurai champloo but it had like some yeah. hip-hop stuff kind of like it's got that like influence. r&b yeah mm-hmm. i i like it so far it follows philly the kid yeah who um is like uh i, I guess you can give it away it's only the first episode you see it that he he can't die yeah uh, as far as we know yeah and i've only watched like, sam the robot yeah uh who's She's like a friend. I, what would what do they call her? What does Sam stand for? It's uh, oh, I don't remember. But her whole thing is basically like, her. It's like trying to be, to be my friend, friends. and then like she like links up with him. I guess like kind of has him like in her like I guess range or whatever. She like targets him and like like protects him or or kind of deal. Yeah. Um, like she helps him out as as his friend. I love his um, car. I love Philly's car. His it's robot a boat. Car. That thing is crazy. Not an actual boat. It doesn't. I mean, I haven't <laughs> seen it go on water yet. Yeah. But later on Probably in could. the show, LJ, you haven't seen this yet. The car is obviously huge. Yeah. There's a there's a lower deck, like a boat would, like a yacht. What? I don't think I've Ooh. seen that yet. Yeah, you'll. I, I've only it's, seen it for one shot. You know like what it reminds shot, me of? Uh, did you ever watch a Megas XLR? Is that the one with the, the, the robot one? car that had the eight ball? Yes. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what it reminds me of. <laughs> it, it is like this robot Megazord yeah, car thing. It's, he, its name is Betsy, and he has to put four coins in it, like to get it to run. And the arcade thing is really weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I love how that, like that robot goes and like she starts messing with it, and he's like, "Wait!" He's like, "I only gave you three coins or whatever. It takes four. Yeah. She's just like, "Nope, I got it to run." <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, uh, lo- it's really cool. cool. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely, again. Uh, Keep in mind that it's Netflix, Netflix original, mm. and so the content is Netflix original-esque. There you go. Uh, yep. Not like House of Cards, but it is gruesome. It, yeah, it is TVMA, because um, I was talking to Maurice about it, telling him, like, hey, you should give this a watch, and he asked if it was kid-friendly, and I said, so it's it's TVMA, but it definitely has language and and, and a bit of gore, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's good, though. There are, I don't know if you've gotten that far yet, uh, they look like titans, they're just like... It's very gory, mm, okay. tore apart people at some point. Oh, uh, so if okay. you're not into that, like yeah, I guess dude, I can't. I couldn't speak to it. Uh, I guess that made me that squeamish. Uh, so if you're you're not like it, it does get gory. Uh, yeah, but you've got a character that can't die. You'll and see that in the first that. episode. You'll kind of know to what effect we were talking about. Yeah, you know by the first mm. episode for sure. Cool. Have you watched anything else, LJ? I have not. I don't. I think we've just been watching Candy Busters and trying to get through it. So yeah. we'll get into TV. Speaking of Netflix, I, I'm really excited for this, and I am too. I'm conflicted. So He Man is being rebooted. Kevin Smith, who you may know from Jay and Silent Bob, he's he's very like into the comic book world. I um, loved comic book men so much. Like when they, yeah, when they he that. definitely has a respect for comic books and for yes. like 
80s nostalgia. He's a huge geek. Uh, uh-huh. And so he's heading this up. The art style for this He-Man reboot is going to be um, similar to Castlevania. It's the company the that animators. did Cam- Castlevania, I had thought. Okay. Yeah. So they're working that's on cool. this He-Man uh, reboot that's also going to take place immediately after the 80s cartoon. Yeah. So that's gonna, also It's going to really be cool. the final battle for Grayskull. And I'm just like, wow. Like, to put finality to a show like that, like, I don't know that those 80s you know shows really got that i think like transformers kind of did through the movie in a weird way Mm -hmm. like got that Mm -hmm. big you know extravagant you know yeah Yeah. back then it was kind of like monster of the week kind of thing yeah yeah it's like oh more shenanigans from gray school exactly what's really weird is netflix has she-ra and so both of these are going to be taking place on eternia but they're not going to have anything to do with each other and she-ra has mentioned before the creators i call them creators of this this new show Mm -hmm. uh, that they weren't going to have he-man be a part of that Mm -hmm. at all right Uh, but seeing he-man now is kind of thinking maybe she-ra would be in this and i wonder if we will Mm -hmm. get a she-ra in this Uh, but it's it's really interesting that they're so split up and they have to be now because if you think of the art style of castlevania and the art style of this new she-ra they wouldn't work together at all. Yeah, it's totally different styles. Like DreamWorks handles like Shira and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna totally look for different. a TLDR of He-Man, see what's happened so far. Yeah, and then, there, uh, there'll totally definitely be watch that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of a catch up. There might be even in the show. I could see that easily enough. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, barely in production, right? Yeah, like it was just announced. So. Also, speaking of stuff that was like kind of announced but kind of jumped the gun a little bit, um, we're going to get into the Disney Plus stuff because that's coming out in November. Yes. Uh, Obi Wan, everyone was freaking out. Obi Wan uh, show coming to Disney well, Plus. Mm-hmm. It's not completely confirmed that Ewan McGregor yeah. is signed on to do this yet, and mm-hmm. I don't think they will do it without him. They really, uh, I won't watch it unless it's him. yeah. So he is Obi Wan. I think they're already filming Birds of Prey, right? Because he's supposed to be Black Mask in Birds of Prey. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So I'm sure by the time they even got ready to do this thing, he could be ready to do it. In fact, Birds of Prey right now is um, in reshoots. Oh, okay. So, they're so it's in that close. stage. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the reshoots, I actually, if I remember correctly, the reshoots are, oh, I can't remember who the choreographer is, um, but for big fight scenes. Oh, the choreographer for, was it? For John Wick or something? John Wick, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's doing some big fight scenes, so oh, that is kind of cool. I, I might have to just see that now. Not that I wasn't <laughs> going to before, but I'm excited. I, I wasn't, I'm not super excited for it, but we'll see how it goes. If Her costume is not scenes. Harley Quinn to me. Um, It's not any DC character. She looks real strange. She looks mm-hmm. like she like fell into a thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Obi-Wan not confirmed completely yet. By Wednesday, by the time you're listening to this, that could change. Uh, but as of right now, he's he is in talks. That's for sure happening. Yeah. But he hasn't completely signed on yet. Um, I would say most likely it's going to happen. I love how everybody's like, we want an Obi-Wan movie. And then they're like, well, do you want better? How about a show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and with the response that everyone had, I can't yeah. imagine that he's going to say no to right, it. Right, right. It, it wouldn't make I feel sense like he's like, the perfect nah. he's probably the perfect age for that right now too yeah especially if it was if, if it would take place like, right it's like when three, would maybe. it take place like, I hope after yeah I think he then. was even in rebels or at least obi-wan was like in rebels so there's had to be stuff he's done 
you know, in between. It'd be kind of cool to see it be, would you call it an anthology if it's about one character still? Uh, but it like, that's probably not the right word, but kind of, if they almost took, like, each episode was decades apart. Oh, kind of like different, kinda like, see... stories about him? Well, that'd yeah. Cool. That'd be cool, because then he could do, like, different kinds of makeup, and they could try to make him look a little right. bit younger, and he and, could like, even be how does he go from Obi-Wan? warrior to hermit, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. very true. Well, I mean, they kind of How do you go from Mimi son to, uh, the Obi-Wan, the original Obi-Wan? Yeah. Yeah. To old Ben. I just yeah. want the memes. That's kind of why I'm cheering for this to happen with the McGregor's, because that's what they would be. They would just be more memes. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, less exciting news, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Loki is confirmed to be six episodes. We knew it was going to be a mini series. Uh, Tom Hiddleston has come out and said it's definitely going to be six episodes, and that's it. With these big uh, actors, I can't see these shows being multiple seasons long anyway. Yeah, plus yeah. this show is supposed to just be following what happens in the parallel universe that he takes the Tesseract that they sort yeah, of right. hinted at in Endgame. I don't, and it's like, that's not going to... Yeah. That, that doesn't sound like it would be a very long, continuous thing. It sounds like, a, here's yeah. what his I plan read, would be. I read something that it's supposed to be how he jumps back into the main timeline oh okay okay is what i had heard uh, i saw a news article i think last week at some point I that would be cool but also really news. sad because yeah. he's had so much like character growth and it's totally. gonna just be yeah jerk loki from then man yeah. Uh, yeah i loved i loved the little bit of loki that we saw in like ragnarok and then infinity yes. war but then yes that i liked mm-hmm. i definitely liked it was that really loki. great that, it was had sort of a redemptive. There was a lot of development of, there, yeah. Yeah. So I I will say I like that these are smaller shows yeah. because they're announcing a ton of them, so that gets kind of nerve wracking. Especially they're going to be so mm-hmm. heavily connected to these movies, and I think that that's kind of been Agents of Shield's downfall. If it were yep. have been connected, a lot of people wouldn't have watched it because. I'm not watching 10 seasons to be caught up on these movies. Mm -hmm. And they tried, like, even with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, they tried there for a couple seasons, I guess. But then once Mm -hmm. that Winter Soldier stuff came, that just kind of ruined the whole thing. Well, Winter Soldier, Civil War, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. fell with them. Okay, it was Civil War, right? Or I I knew it was like... I'm thinking of Winter Soldier. Yes. Winter Soldier movie, yeah. when S.H.I.E.L.D. falls, yes. it falls in the show as well. Yeah, so so that's whenever, to me, like it kind of got away from its original concept. Mm-hmm. And so, like I, I don't know, it, I kind of lost interest at that point. The only cameo, we were just talking about this the other day, the yes. only cameo in the shows that made it to the movies and not the other way around was Agent Carter. Yep. Uh, I can't remember his name, the butler. Uh, Jarvis. Mm-hmm. Jarvis is the actor from Agent Carter. And the only reason they were able to get that cameo is because the Russo brothers directed a, an episode oh. of Agent Carter. Okay. So yeah. they liked that actor and they were like, we got to get you into Jarvis. Side play note, Jarvis I think, uh, isn't that, that actress, isn't Peggy Carter actually supposed to appear in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or on the last uh, episode or like in that last I don't season? know. That would be cool. I Haley th- Atwell. I, yeah, I thought I had heard something in the news about that as well. Hey, that could be yeah. cool. Yeah. It would be cool how to like appear. complete that arc, I guess, like to kind of mm-hmm. get kind of do justice to that show that you know didn't get to continue. Yeah, I think Sitwell may have been originated from the show and made it to the movies, but mm-hmm. I not, I don't know which came first. Sitwell may have been in the first Avengers movie, hmm. and if that's the case, then I'm would be wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Sitwell is in the first Avengers movie in Endgame. He's in the past with them. Yeah. Uh, but Sitwell was a major character in the TV show and was kind of a side character in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we're going to get a lot of these shows, so I'm glad that they're shorter mm-hmm. miniseries. Because if I had to watch three seasons of Loki and four yeah. seasons of WandaVision and eight seasons of this. Uh, too much, too much. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's like they're going to... I think Disney's doing a good job here because they have a lot of these movies that are coming that don't include a lot of these characters. So I think mm-hmm. Disney Plus is going to give give us some of that that we're not getting from the movies at the moment. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a what if series. We we should close up, but I want a what if series because they're doing that. Yeah. I want a what if episode of what if the X Men were owned by Disney when they were the rest of the movies. Oh, like originally. I mean, they would have to throw everything into a thirty minute episode, but I'm down. That's kind of what I feel like. Almost uh, Ultimate Alliance three is on the Switch. I feel like it's like because it's got X Men and everything in it, and it's basically the story of Infinity War and Endgame kind of. Okay. But cool. it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, maybe this is what it would be like if, you know, everybody was all there, you know? There was an interview with the Russos of what what they would have done with the X-Men, uh-huh. and they would have snapped all of them, except for Wolverine, to show Wolverine's rage, and I think that would have been really cool to see. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, he would have been angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Uh, we don't have any discussion questions, so we'll end the podcast there. If you want to ask us questions for us to answer you can always use do so using the hashtag ggcast on twitter or through discord with uh, the ggcast questions discord Mm -hmm. uh is it channel channel yeah cool shelly where can they find you at you can find me streaming every tuesday night on the geeks and grace channel i know i've been out the last two weeks for the same reason i was gone for the last two weeks for the podcast is moving and being gone but i'm back so that's exciting. Cool. But yeah, you can find me Tuesday nights on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel. And you can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. Cool. And LJ? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ, And you can find me streaming on Fridays on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. I'm closing. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless. Bye-bye. Adios. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you. We're listening.